our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your hosts, Sin and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn all things investing in personal finance. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Sim. How are you going this evening? I am going very well. It's been a lovely day. And I saw this tweet and it was like, why is the key to happiness just a daily walk? Like, what sort of sick joke is this? And I was like, oh my God. They're so right. Like I have been walking every day and I'm just like a new person. Like lockdowns just hit me like that. I'm like, what can I do? Daily government walk, like that's chill. I've just, I've been introspective these last couple of days. The person that wrote that tweet is in a level four lockdown. (laughs) They're like, oh my gosh, the concrete today just looks so much brighter than the other day. Look at the grass, looking greener, look at the sun. So today we're continuing our conversation on ETFs. So to kick things off in our ETF chat this episode, we're starting with the iShares MSCI USA MIN Vol Factor ETF. Repeat that back to me 10 times, am I right? So this ETF and the code you can refer to is USMV, it tracks an index of US listed firms and that is selected and weighted to create a low volatility portfolio. So you're probably going to run into potentially less risk with this ETF and with the USMV it was actually a popular ETF but it's declined over the years and in terms of its top holdings at this stage it includes Eli Lilly and Co which is a pharmaceutical company you've got Microsoft in there T-Mobile Visa Class A you've got Waste Management Kroger Co and Johnson and Johnson to name a few in terms of the types of companies in the ETF their total return yesterday is 9.2 at this stage which isn't too bad Another ETF is the iShares Core High Dividend ETF, so with the code HDV. Now, with the Core High Dividend ETF, it gives you exposure to an established, high-quality US company. And 
The previous ETFs that we've spoken about, you know, they hold quite a bit of companies within the index. So the S&P 500, you've got Invesco with 100. With the iShares Core High Dividend ETF, it only has 75 companies and they're 75 dividend paying domestic stocks and they've been screened for financial health as well. And the top 10 holdings that this ETF has is Johnson & Johnson, which is quite popular amongst the ETFs. And we've got Verizon, which is a phone company, Coca-Cola and Cisco Systems, to name a few. So the average five-yearly return is running at an average of 7.31 at the moment, which is, again, is not too bad either. Thoughts? I think that it just goes to show that there's so many ETFs out there and you can completely understand why people get so confused and like so overwhelmed with them all. But if you really think about it, a good quality ETF has like two things. One, good diversification. Two, low fees. And if you really want to like dig deep into them, you can find them to like align with like social justice things that really matter to you or climate change for example and in this case something that is really important to some people is like more dividends so you know there you go. Another well-known ETF is the Vanguard FTSE All World XUS ETF. Honestly bloody tongue twisters and the code for this one here is VEU so First and foremost, FTSE, it stands for Financial Time Stock Exchange. So with this ETF, it's passively managed using index sampling. And with this ETF, it is a convenient way to get broad exposure across developed and emerging non-US equity markets around the world. In terms of holdings, it has Samsung, it's got Nestle, Toyota, so the annual returns for the VEU ETF, it's running about 29.4%. And over a 10-year range, that would be 5.75%. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Now, if you are someone that heard that and was like, you know what, I actually do want to invest in things outside the US because like this podcast is quite heavily based on the US stock market. 
what the next ETF that we're going to talk about, number nine, is a little bit more weighted towards the emerging companies. I don't like to use the term developing countries, but those words are essentially interchangeable. So it's called the Vanguard FTSE Emerging Markets ETF as opposed to the All World ETF. Very similar. It's just more focused on markets that have long-term growth potential. So we're talking about nations like China, Brazil, Taiwan, South Africa. They're not really the companies that fit into the OECD, for example. And there's 5,200 stocks in them. So it's very well diversified. Probably the most diversified ETF in all of these examples that we've given. And they include some small cap companies, but also some large cap companies like Alibaba Group. They also have a low expense ratio at 0.1%. One of the downsides is that the returns have been a little bit low at 3.6% over the last 10 years, which is not really up there with the big guns. For example, S&P 500 roughly gives you about 7 to 10% on average. So a little bit low, but look, if you're interested in diversifying outside of certain countries and you want to look into those emerging nations and their market, absolutely a really good one to look into. How many companies did you say were included in this? 5,200. Incredible. Anywho, sorry, as you were, that was just, that was just a thought. And the lucky last top 10 ETFs that we have wanted to include, this is a personal favourite of mine, but complete bias aside, it's also quite a popular ETF. And it's for those people that want to invest in things that are a little bit more socially conscious. So it's called an ESG ETF and its proper name is a iShares MSCI KLD 400 social ETF. I promise you these will be in the show notes. You do not have to rush and write these down. And the thing with this ETF is it's absolutely focused on those people that, yeah, sure, want to invest in big US companies, but they don't want to invest in things like alcohol. They don't want to invest in things like weapons, like gambling or tobacco or um, GMOs. They are 404 companies, but they just exclude the ones that don't really align with everyone's values and I think it's so great that this is available. Huge fan of it, low expense ratio as you can tell that's something that's very important to me and over the last 10 years they've returned 13.8% on average which is pretty impressive. Now I think one thing I want to make very clear is that they do actually invest in some companies that certain people who are after more environmental and social conscious investments might not be that happy about depending on where you stand because it is such a spectrum they include companies like Mm. microsoft apple and tesla and not everyone would agree and say that those big branded names should fall into this category as in they might not be the best environments for workers they might not necessarily have like really good support systems for their staff and so it's something to take into account like be aware that it's not all green and there's a little bit of greenwashing involved but 
definitely no alcohol, weapons, gambling or tobacco companies in this ETF. I'm really glad that this ETF exists as well. And I think it's important to note that there's always levels to social consciousness. So while they don't invest in companies that exclude, I guess, the namingly more taboo things such as weapons, gambling, tobacco, it is important to note that some companies that they do invest in have really poor reporting in terms of the way they treat their employees or maybe the benefits that they offer employees, which I think the pandemic has kind of highlighted how companies treat people. So yeah, I think that will be an interesting discussion probably later down the line in terms of ethical investing part two, hey? Yeah, for sure. And I think that this episode was good to really give one, not just what the top 10 ETFs are over the last two episodes, but two, also just give you an idea of the range out there. Like if there is a passion someone has, there's probably an ETF for it. Like if you just love robotics, there will be a robotics ETF. If you really believe in female empowerment and you want more like female CEOs, there's actually an ETF that is primarily based on female owned companies like it's amazing it's crazy and it's also overwhelming so we thought that with this or with these two episodes hopefully you can take away what some of the more popular ones are and therefore make some more informed decisions and yeah if you enjoyed this episode definitely let us know share it with your friends and family it means the world to us if you aren't sick of us and you want to hear a little bit more you can follow us on instagram you can join our safe space investing facebook group girls that invest where people are free to ask questions and there's absolutely no judgment it's amazing and as always to finish off with our disclaimer girls that invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors the advice from girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision advice from girls that invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances always do your research and please use your due diligence Alrighty, till next time team bye